Make sure you check out our sponsor over at 714 Tickets. They take pride in providing their customers with transparent pricing and excellent service. With 714 Tickets, you don't have to worry about hidden fees or surprises at checkout. The price you see is the price you pay. Plus, our team is dedicated to ensuring that you have the best shopping experience possible. And as a special thank you, we're offering a 10% discount on your purchase as well as entering you in a drawing for a free Halo's jersey. Also, 5% cash back on your purchase. Only when you use the promotional code HITI at checkout. That's H-I-T-I, HITI. Get ready to shop with confidence and discover great deals today over at... Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox here from the Halos in the Infield podcast directly under the big A. It is July 1st. It is the tailgate. And who am I long sitting here with? It's Fernando, the Lone Star Halo. Yes, guys, I drove all the way out here from Texas to see all of your bright and shiny faces. And we are joined today by... What's up, everybody? Dominic Lorenz from Catella Chronicles in the house. And yes, Fernando came out from Texas. You're sounding like Roger Lodge that came all your bright faces. <laughs> to see <laughs> everyone's beautiful face here at the plains that the cowboy built that Artie's ruined, a.k.a. the big A. We're, Show we're me your honk. We're not that far from his offices in the studio here. We aren't. We're, we are. He's probably looking at and watching us right now. What a real broadcast looks like. (laughs) Yeah, what a real broadcast looks like. And we have like a super janky setup, but we're finding out a way to get it done anyway. It Uh, doesn't matter how it looks; it's how it comes out. Quality over quantity, folks. mm -hmm. That's fair. It's not. It's not the uh, the the, what is it? The motion? It's the or is the motion the ocean? I don't know. I killed that saying that the ships always use. (laughs) Float the motion of the ocean. Who knows? I don't know. Todd saying that he might have a questionably sized (laughs) rod. That's what he said. His rod might be questionably sized, but it's okay. (laughs) Hey, it's all about the motion of the ocean, not the size. I guess. I, that, that's it's what all I was about the fight in the dog, not the size, the size of the, of the dog, dog in the fight. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to us for any quotes that you need. We no, always no, screw them no, up. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. This is awful. Yeah, I can barely <laughs> talk English as it is. Sorry. Yeah, thank you for our sponsors, by the way, but we're talking about rods. 714 <laughs> tickets. Uh, if you don't want to get rotted by fees, make sure to head on over to 714 tickets. Use the code HITI at checkout. H-I-T-I for 10% off. You can use that code again and again like a Bonaparte Gigolo uses himself oh. for his services. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over. And uh, also, if you want to get intoxicated after the Angels lose yet another game, make sure to head on over to Noble <laughs> Ale Works for all of your local brew needs. They got some good local brews. Make sure to mention Halos in the infield for some drink specials. And speaking of that, we came into this series with no momentum. Thank you very much, guys. Three-game losing streak to close out the uh, re- uh, the uh, regular season in June. We started June on a three-game losing streak. So, nice way to start and finish June. Yeah, the bookends is always nice. You know, they, they <laughs> sprinkled in about 14 wins in between, and there were some good streaks. But, you know, why not throw a little turd, you know, turd on the wall and see if it <laughs> sticks. And, oh, it did. Artie Moreno was here last night. Yes. Oh, hey, it, stuck, it sticks to the wall. There okay. you go. Will Artie be here again today? Because they are still playing the yes. Diamondbacks. Yes, because it's a sold-out crowd tonight. He wants to look good in front of, you know, 40,000-plus people. And he is friends with Diamondbacks ownership and also – you know, because I was—I didn't know what they were doing pregame. They were supposedly giving out awards for local, um, for local teenagers or college funds or something like that that the Angels uh-huh. were sponsoring. Okay. His wife was on the field, Artie's wife, but not him. Not him. They announced they announced her as the Angels' owner, but they didn't. <laughs> Artie didn't have the balls to come on the field. Okay. This way. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and uh, boo Artie for sure if we see him. Absolutely. I have my sell the team shirt says vote yes. Recall Artie Moreno. He's got my vote. Wait, but I like the, the bottom line. Paid for by pissed off angels. Yes. Or pissed off Halo fans. I like it. 
Yes, it's it's going to be an interesting night tonight because again, with all this talk about what's been going on with the Halos, and then the injury bugs, uh, we're still in the race. And and like I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I don't like the fact that we're wild card chasing. We're two games out now. You had uh, a couple nights in a row that we could have picked up a couple games in both standings, the division and the wild card. So how do you guys feel with the team where it's at right now? Six games out of the of the division with Texas slipping, although they got Chapman. And now, uh, now we're two games out of a jam-packed wild card. You know, it's, I think it's one of those scenarios that I'm not horribly devastated by them trying to chase the wild card because look at what the Philadelphia Phillies did last year. True, they chased the wild card. They made it all the way to the World Series. And the Angels, right now, we're grasping at straws. We haven't been to the postseason since 2014. Something is better than nothing. I don't care how we get to the dance. We just need to get to the dance. I know everybody talks about oh. You got to get to the dance to keep Otani, or Mike. You're wasting Mike Trout's years, and the, all the things we've talked about for years now. I just think anything that creates competitive baseball helps this Angels team. Yes, they're skidding, but look what they did a couple weeks ago against Texas Rangers. That's the type of mentality and energy that they need, not only right now against the Diamondbacks and throughout the rest of the first half of the season, but when we come out of the All-Star break, it's going to be a dogfight. you got the Astros, the Yankees, and then the Pirates. Mm -hmm. That's nine tough games. You just need to get into the dance by any means necessary. Uh, by the way, we just got joined here by pregame James. James, say hello to the people. Hi, everybody out there in the podcast land. Uh, be sure to come out to the tailgate today, July 1st. Oh, that pastor, I just got to whip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I miss the SoCal tacos. I'll tell you guys that much. They don't make tacos in Texas like they do out here in SoCal. I'll tell you we're that right, much. We're right under the Big A. It's going to be a good time. And uh, don't forget to check out the all, all what is it? around the league show on Mondays. Mm -hmm. Todd Fox postgame shows, my pregame shows before every game. Catella Chronicles. Catella Chronicles as well. And Fernando in the, in the podcast. That's so right. we've just got everything. Just, yeah. Just just listen and like everything. Yeah. We don't care what it is. Like everything. Consume the product. <laughs> yeah. That's all we have. Capitalism. <laughs> capitalism. Let's yeah, go. Right? Don't ask we questions. We need money. <laughs> Buy the merchandise. Whoa, whoa, we whoa, need whoa. it all. Okay, that's a little Artie Moreno-ish. We, oh, yeah, yeah. we we you know that's like no, a no, ten. No, no. We need no, see, Dominic. It only be Artie Moreno-ish if we didn't care about the final product. There you go. Or if we <laughs> find each other for using each other's likenesses yes. and images. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Because because we actually put work into what we produce, right? Yeah. And if oh, we don't pay nice. attention to like our, I, I don't know if we really have a minor league system, but if we neglected that, then we'd be like, right oh, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we neglected our, our minor league system. So. Yeah, yeah. Unfinished business. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, and, and seeing him lurking in that picture that Thomas put up, mm. dude, that, that tripped me out last night. I was I was like, wow, dude, this guy is so scared. I wonder if he had security walking him into the, his uh, suite. I mean, he doesn't know his way around the stadium, so probably. <laughs> we have that on good authority that he doesn't know his way around the big They game. needed security to probably pluck him out of, like, the 500 levels in the corner. Oh, Because okay. he thinks, oh, that's my office. I'm, you know, like, God, I look above, I look below at everybody. But, yeah. No. Yeah, right. He likes to sit up there where Roger Lodge is. In the 800 section on my blimp. <laughs> Blind date tickets for everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think, like, Roger is the kind of person who literally goes out of his way to always bring up Brian Day? I know he does on his show, but mm -hmm. I mean, like, in person. Do you think he well, still does? Yes, and it's probably just along the lines of, like, John Stamos. Mm -hmm. it, it, he has his specific taglines that he must use, but he doesn't get paid for, like, a copyright thing. That's yeah, fair. Because yeah. it's weird, because I tried to get him on a cameo a couple years ago, mm -hmm. and I tried to order him to say something for us. But... He responded back to me saying, I don't do baseball stuff. It's not in my contract to promote the Angels. 
and I can't talk sports, even though his background is Lakers and Angels. Yeah. And then he says, and I can UCLA. talk. Yeah, and UCLA. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he could talk blind date all you want. And he even said on the thing, well, if you want to talk blind date, I did 500 episodes. I'm all, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. <laughs> but thank you for telling me because my life would have been very unfulfilled without it's hearing like, those words. It's so weird because I used to watch that all the time back on uh, UPN 13 here in LA. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, I, I don't even want to support anything he does. And I haven't. <laughs> I used him to, and Artie. I used to listen to him like going to school, like when I was in high school, like because he would have the morning show. So yeah. you're, like getting the sports catch up before, right. you know, I was watching First Take or all that bullshit on ESPN and Fox Sports, whatever, because that was the only fix in the mornings. And now it's like, oh, okay, he's talking about the Angels for 30 minutes while driving to school. And now it's just like, are my ears are my ears bleeding? Wait a minute, what's? What? Oh yeah, my ears are bleeding. It's yeah. Roger Lodge. Yours yeah. has uh, PTSD. Yeah. Sure. Oh, for <laughs> sure, absolutely. Speaking of PTSD, let's real quick talk about yesterday's Diamondbacks game. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Todd, you had a great post-game show. You were super, super affectionate towards your feeling about being an Angels fan and talking about how great it is all the time. But uh, <laughs> what was your perception yesterday on what went wrong getting shellacked by the first-place Diamondbacks? It just came down to that one inning, and it seems like the Angels pitchers always have one bad inning, but it's, it's not like where it's unrecoverable from. You know what I mean? Like the Sandy outing. Like, even though he gave six runs, they could have come back. They were given seven innings by the bullpen to catch up, and they didn't. Uh, the game yesterday it was a grand slam, and then just felt like, okay, they were, like I said in the post game, they were a, a prize fighter with a glass chin. They got hit in the chin, went to the canvas, never got up. Took the 10 count and, the, and uh, gave the bag of money to the, to the winning fighter, which was the Dimex. Angels just showed no heart, no adjustments, and just played out the rest of the innings. And it was really uninspiring baseball. That's why I got it. Well, you play uninspired when you're on an uninspiring network like Apple TV. <laughs> you know, whoopsie. Hey, we are 1-0 when we were on Apple TV this season. When Last year. And, hey, hey, just saying, throwing it out there, throwback Saturday, one year ago today, the Michael Lorenzen game with his mom oh, wow. and the live stream. We got through that. They lost to the Astros, but Todd and I suffered through that one painfully. We've been asked <laughs> since then, Fernando, for us to do another uh, – they wanted to do, us to do one last night, and I'm like, well, we have one, not one scheduled, but we're trying to get a couple coming up here soon. Yeah. And, and, and people actually liked it, so like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm down to do it whenever we can. But you know, should we uh, should we make an announcement? Might as well. Might as well. Well, Todd makes the announcement. Guess what? We have not one, but two upcoming live stream broadcasts on the Heaty YouTube channel. It's going to be the first one next Friday, and we're calling these the rivalry games. Mm -hmm. You know, Fernando will see if he can make it on. James as well. Uh, next Friday, which is July the 7th, 7-10 game freeway series. Angels at the Dodgers, supposedly at the moment, canning on the mound against Tony Gonsolin. Thank God we missed Kershaw. Yes. Let's not, let's not go there. That would have been a hell of a time in the Todd Fox Studios. Oh, yeah. And then the second game we have on tap, it's a Monday night game. Not Monday night football. Monday night baseball right here at the Big A. Angels against the pinstripes of the Yankees. Yeah. So we got two of those games coming up for you. The live stream broadcast live from the Todd Fox Studios. It's going to be a fantastic time. Yeah. 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 I, I'll definitely try to get on. I mean, th that was a really good time. Yeah. We uh, when one. I was in Chicago and we got to do the the live stream, uh, it, it was a good game. Uh, Angels were able to pull that game out, and uh, hopefully, like you said, we can keep our winning record. And right now, it's flawless. So we'll see. Yeah, for 2023, it's flawless. So we can't complain. But you know, don't don't take anything for granted. You know, the Angels, one step at a time, yep. one game at a time, one inning at a time, 
one pitch at a time. And remember, the season starts today. (laughs) (laughs) So you brought up Patrick Sandoval. All right, I I want, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 meaning, oh my God, you know. DFAM. Yeah, DFAM, he's on fire, he's over, he's cooked. 1 meaning, you know, hey, we're just like Matt Dice, bro. We're just kind of going with emotions. All right, how worried are you with Patrick Sandoval as we speak? Let's start off with James. I feel like a 6. Honestly, uh, his confidence is shot, and whenever that happens, first innings are always the worst for him. And it feels like, man, whenever he gives up those runs or those walks, you can just tell he's disturbed. Whatever he did in WBC, it's gone. He, he, he can't find that anymore. Whatever it was, he's got to reach back. Maybe a different scenery would change him. I say that about a lot of players, and it's usually the case. Once they leave the Angels, they do better somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the case where you trade him. I, I'm honestly on board with that. I know Courtney wouldn't like that, but um, most women in Anaheim wouldn't like that. <laughs> that's true. They'd be stuck with, um, you know, people that look like Griffin Canning. Or, <laughs> not saying, not saying anything bad. You know, I was hoping his start would have been better yesterday. Yeah, it was like the one. Surprisingly, the only pitcher you can count on, other from Otani this year, so far doing well. Hi, man. Hi, Maria. Yeah, but then you, uh, the, the night happened before for him. He's had a couple bad yeah, starts. Right. Jaime, by the way, should be like a long relief uh, pitcher, I would say. But with Sandoval, man, you could just tell he gets disturbed in that first inning. It's a killer. He'll, yep. he'll give up two or three runs. He won't have good rapport with um, with Thice or Wallach. You could tell there was some dysfunction there on the, the mound visit against Chicago on uh, Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. And you could just tell right there he was screwed. So mentally, he's screwed. Yeah. Um, you know, physically, he was able to still go, what, four or five innings. But there has to be a point where you can rely on him. And all these years, we haven't been able to, other from uh, a couple years ago. In 21, he had that near no-hitter in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And he thought, man, we have something. We have something good. And then WBC came. Um, we thought we had something good here this year, but yeah, my panic meter is like a six with him. Where if you're able to trade him, I'll do it right now. Tuck? Yeah, I think I think it's about an uh, eight for me because I think we wow. brought it up on the podcast. Because you really can't send him down. You know he's emotionally damaged. Like as far as like he doesn't have the you know wherewithal to get through things. Like a lot like like a lot of players on this team, they're paper thin when it comes to adversity. Uh, so like I think. It would be devastating to put him in the bullpen, um, or and I don't think you could send him down like a Detmers because Detmers seemed to just find his way last year. Um, so I don't know what to do with him because he doesn't have that electric fastball and that, the strikeout pitch that you can count on. I'm a little bit of the opposite. I, I, yeah, there we go. The emotional damage soundbite comes in, but I honestly feel I'm at a five with Patrick Sandoval because okay. we know he's got the talent. Yeah. When he's on, he's on. We've seen it before. You guys talked about it at the WBC in last season. I honestly think the opposite of Utah. I think he does need a quick, like Detmers last year, a quick two-week stint in Triple A Salt Lake, get your confidence back, mow down some of the, you know, slum Triple A hitters at the mm-hmm. level at the PCL, and just kind of gain that confidence back and see what you have. So give him an opportunity to go down, gain the confidence. If he feels good and he comes back and he's still having problems, that's when it probably goes from a five to like an eight, maybe got to trade him in a package, him and Renhifo, for mm-hmm. another starting pitcher. Real quick, and this might sound stupid, but he could fake an injury like Rendon and pitch some simulated games. Or Suarez. 
Yeah, that too. Swore's on the yeah, Phantom Mile. The Phantom Mile. Elbow injury, and he was done. Yeah. But yeah, if he could get some simulated games in, I think that'd be cool. That could be an interesting scenario as well. You know, where there's no pressure, and you yeah. can work on your stuff. Kind of like spring training all over again. Yeah, that's all I Fernando? Think. I'm going to six. Uh, you know, just to regurgitate what everyone else said, you know... We know he's got the talent, we know he's got the stuff, and we know he's got the moxie. Mm -hmm. The problem is, it's lost right now. And that's fine. That's what baseball is all about. That's why we like this game. You're hot or you're not. And right now, he's just not hot. He keeps getting hit. Well, according to the women in Anaheim, he's hot. <laughs> but uh, He's caliente. It, yeah, right. In terms of baseball, the guy's pitching flat right now. And, you know, in the words of uh, Aaron Loop, he's pitching like a bitch. Oh. Ooh. Hey, yeah. don't talk about Loop that way. He's been great. Well, yeah, but on it, did Luke say I'm pitching scared to like start the I, season? I was pitching like in a bitch. Oakland. Yeah, in, in Oakland, Oakland with 2,467 fans. Exactly. So Patrick Sandoval, I know he's got the stuff. I, he has the potential to be a number two, a number three on any rotation. Problem is, right now, he's pitching like a guy who should be in the minors. And, you know, I, he has some options. I would personally send him down to Rocket City, where at least Rocket City, you're, you're not going to give up the long ball much because you know in the PCL that ball flies yeah. mm -hmm. we don't want him to go down and lose even more confidence we want him to go down there and feel like you know he's uh, pitching against the guys from the bench warmers well the only issue with double A is they test the new baseballs oh, so yeah. he would have to do a different grip so maybe even send him down to like Inland Empire right here in San Bernardino okay. keep, keep him local one start give him a week to clear his mind throw one sim game one rehab fixer mm. game and then bring him back up. That week that they're off for the All-Star game, I don't know what the situation is with how you can, you know, the players have to have time off, but that could be a situation where get your mind shape. Maybe he does need the All-Star break to just get right. Yeah, maybe you swap uh, Nate Diaz for him. Um, the, in AAA, he's 5-0 and right now with a 2 ERA as a starter. And he came up here last year and had two uh, quality starts of five-inning shutouts each one. So, I mean... Why not give him a chance, swap a lefty for lefty, put him down for a little bit, but I just I don't want that to mess with his psyche, you know what no. I mean? I don't want because some of these guys when they get demoted after being up and having so much major league playing time, they feel it's a it's uh, a nightmare. It's a nightmare or it's a uh, what is it called? It's a failure. And a lot of people can't take the failure aspect out of it. Is that Jonathan Diaz? Yeah. There you go, Jonathan Diaz. Yeah. yeah. I was I Nate Diaz would just punch him. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> maybe he's got, hey, he's punching guys out in AAA, so he there could be Nate go. Diaz. <laughs> but it is an interesting case scenario that you talk about. Some players just don't respond well to being sent down because then it leads to, I don't want to accept an assignment, mm -hmm. F you all, I'm leaving, trade me, mm -hmm. all yeah. that stuff. So, yes, there's a little ego and pride that comes into it, but you've got to think of it as for the betterment of the team. You're struggling right now in your last two starts against the Rockies. And the White Sox, one bad inning messed you up. That's yep. not a, not an easy way to go. Now, if you're playing the Dodgers back-to-back, -back, and right now Sandoval's potential next start uh, would be against the Padres. Padres are struggling. That's going to be his last shot. After that, you got to figure out what are we going to do with him when the All-Star break comes. Yeah, he's, he can't have a bad start. We need a good start from him. Did you guys talk about Adele yet? And maybe no. sending uh, Ward away, bringing up Adele? Wasting all of his options? For no reason. Well, yeah, like this week, you sent him. He was literally here in the dugout, just sitting there having a vacation. Yeah. I'm like, why not just phantom roster him and just keep him in Salt Lake? Say he's here. Oh, he's trying. The flight got delayed, but they wasted another option. Well, let me ask you guys this: Would you take Moniac as your full-time left fielder, or as far as left fielder? 
facing right-handers since we don't want to put them against a lefty yes. and then go with Adele versus the lefties. Yeah. And I'm just mix and match. Right now with Ward struggling, I'm not opposed. you got to throw something in the fire and see what cooks. But Taylor Ward needs to figure it out. I believe in Taylor Ward. Like, if we were doing the same question at Sandoval on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm like a 4 to 5 on Taylor Ward because we've seen it again. And I think, again, like Sandoval, he's mental right now. And we've seen a couple of weeks here there, but if you look at the splits, when he's in the leadoff spot, he's batting, what, 210, between 171, one, 171 now. But when he's batting in the 6, 7, 8 hole, he's batting near 300. Get a clue. You think that might work? At least give him a chance to see if that works. And if both situations don't work, then figure out plan B. Gotcha. How do? hard is it? With Taylor Ward, how worried I am? Um... He's gotten hot for short periods of time again. You know, he's had his little burst. So I guess as of right now, I'll say a five. You know, I still want Mickey in there. Mm -hmm. I like Mickey in there. Uh, honestly, if we're in a situation this time next year where we're talking about Shohei Otani not on the Angels, you know, if he, if he does sign somewhere else, um, I want Mickey Moniak to be the center fielder. I want Trout to either become a corner outfielder or just become a full-time DH. Maybe we can get a little bit more out of him. Maybe we can see some consistency again out of uh, out of him as a hitter. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm at a five right now with Taylor Ward. But I do want to talk about Trout before we wrap up. Okay. Hey, really quick about uh, Ward. I, I feel like my panic meter is seven like yours is, Todd, with Sandoval. And we don't need these damn projects. You know, we're... We're at that time where Otani needs to win, the Angels need to win for him to stay. So we don't need, we need for sure things, and we don't have them right there. Pretty much with everybody other from Otani. <laughs> it's funny how it is. Uh, with Ward, I, I looked this up the other day, and he every month this season he's hit, what, three home runs and ten RBIs. Mm -hmm. So at least he's consistent with that. But you got to have more from him, especially at a power uh, spot in the outfield. And... Yeah, I want to see Moniak more. It seems like he has more guts for the game. He, he's a gamer, you could just tell. The the chances that he has to rob home runs, he's in that. Yeah. Ward will run into things. <laughs> yeah, his like face will run into the right field uh, concrete barrier. That one little two-feet slab. That's exposed. Yeah, the only one. Like, but isn't that just the Angels' dumbass luck? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, 100%. one bad inning screws up our games. Mm -hmm. All the turmoil within the front office and player situations. Um, the stupid, dinky, whack-ass injuries that happen. Like, you break a nail and you're on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Justin Upton cutting his hand on glass, missing oh, yeah. three weeks. Like... What can go wrong does go wrong sometimes Re with this Remember team. Justin Upton also running into the left field wall and breaking his toe or whatever? Yeah, that too. Oh, See? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, to my point, what like this is the dumb shit. What the hell? What, what's our problem? What did we do to deserve this? Uh, yeah. I, I still know. believe what my dad says. He says, boy, they built that Tempe Diablo Stadium on Indian burial ground. I know they did. <laughs> but didn't Tempe Stadium used to belong to, like, Seattle or something? It, it belonged to somebody before I the don't know. I mean, that's just what he's told me. So I, mean, I, I thought Angel Stadium was built. Yeah, we, temp we tempered with, uh, you know, history. And yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting shot in the ass with it. I know the Cubs in the 60s and 70s had Tempe Diablo. They, and then I think it was Seattle. Oh, okay. Seattle. And then the Angels took it over in 90-something. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they now have the oldest spring training facility in the entire Cactus League, which, you know. I can see that. Super Angels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super Angels. The worst facilities by far. The weight room is literally outside under a tent. 
I, I literally saw a article this morning that was uh, USA Today talking about how Artie Moreno turned down several bids. Oh yeah. So there's about like six or seven legit bids in the billions, and now people are starting to say if Otani walks, the value goes down. Look at the Nationals; they haven't been sold in over two years because they should have sold with all the people they had. Instead, they gut the team, then sold them. Yeah. And so, like, what if he changes his mind again and says, "Oh, I want to sell now"? It's like. Well, now the value goes down, and you're still going to get a cool billion or two out of it. Yeah, yeah. But he could have got his four. Oh, yeah. Unless, yeah, yeah. the only way this goes in Artie Moreno's favor, I think he's banking on potentially. Otani signs back for four, five, six hundred million, whatever. Ups the value of what it was from last season. Then he's like, oh, okay, I got more money. Maybe now I'm really legitimately thinking about selling this team. So I wonder if it hinders really on Otani, well, good I, or bad. Yeah, I think, I think that you got something there, because I think with the Angels... If they were to have sold, like what he was talking about, Fernando, as far as the, the old uh, spring training facility, the stadium being as old as it is now, I, a new owner is going to come in there. First part of business is get Otani signed, and then I guarantee you he's going to have a plan to revamp the stadium or build a new facility for sure. And then, I mean, there's going to be upgrades up and down the line. I mean, I've never seen a new ownership, especially since uh, over 2000, come in and do absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Except Artie Moreno. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, well, Artie Moreno originally did build, did sit on top of what already was the foundation Correct. of a building organization, Correct. right? You know, he got Bartolo, he got uh, Vlad Guerrero, and that was enough to get Angels fans excited for the long-term possibility of having Artie Moreno. Plus, you know, he's still surviving off the goodwill of lowering beer prices back then. <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, that's good grace is gone. <laughs> Yeah, those good graces are gone. I'm ready to boo this man, F this man. Wearing the, the sell the team, recall Artie Moreno shirt. I, I, I'm ready, man. I'm so over this guy. Um, tired of the losing mentality this man brings. Tired of the mediocrity he keeps allowing on the field. You know, and, and even if this is a playoff team come the end of the year, it, it, Artie should have sold. Artie needs to sell. He needs uh, to just put this team in a better situation, man. I, I'm just tired of him as a person. Imagine the show, guys, that we were going to have and that we were all talking about once the team was sold. Imagine, remember, we were we were going to have full celebration. Oh, yeah. Because the, the writing would have been on the wall. There would have been a press conference. Who knows? Maybe one of us would have came down here to get audio or something. Like, the, the whole fact that, like, the the prospect of something new, someone, so a new organization coming in here and taking charge. Yep. And now with that, I think that was the biggest kick in the crotch. You know, I remember um, at the last day of the year in uh, December, they were like, hey, our Halo's in the infield. Uh, give us a shout-out and say, hey, what are we looking forward to to 2023? I said a new ownership, a winning ball club, and it looks like nothing like that will happen. I, I, we all got scrooged. It's, it feels like... Um, I'm just I'm ready for something new, and I thought Joe Lacob. I thought that was gonna work out because he went to what Catella High School, local person. It would have been great. You mentioned Trout. You wanted to get to yeah. yeah. Before we wrapped up, so leave I've, Artie Moreno alone, like Britney yeah. Spears. <laughs> leave him alone. Leave Artie alone. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I guess the last thing I have is so we were we were talking about you know panic meter for things. Okay, so Trout made it into the All-Star game as a starter. Obviously, his name's the biggest reason why. Yeah. With that being said, are you guys still worried about Trout? He's had a, a, a average last couple games. He, I, I'm not going to say he's heating up, but he is starting to look a little bit better. Do you guys think he still has the ability to turn it on, or are you still worried about the long-term longevity of Trout? 
Um, I, I'm still worried a bit because on pitches that are outside, he's still trying to pull instead of going with what they pitch him. So again, he'll foul those off or he'll strike out. Until he changes that, we're not going to see the real trout. And I think he gets a mulligan this year because of who he is, like you said. He's batting like this next year. He might not be a starter. He'll be a bench guy, which I'm not opposed to either because you got to hold your weight. you got to pull your weight. But his numbers should be significantly better. So I am a bit worried about him because how the, if, if he can get going along with how we know Otani's going to be going, this team could possibly be carried by both of these guys. Let me mention about Trout real quick. Um, his number is okay. 17 home runs, 42 RBIs, only two stolen bases, so you can tell the philosophy. Like, um, philosophy. <laughs> like uh, Todd always mentions, it's always bad. Uh, I would love to see him steal more, but it's just not his thing. I mean, the speed is still there, you can tell. He still gallops around third better than most. Um, you just knew, okay, he's 31, so it's on that last side of his contract where you just know certain things aren't going to happen like he used to. He's not going to play like he used to or... The, the one thing that bothers me is his average. When he was down to like 255 that one day. 252. 252. I was shocked as hell. But the thing we always talk about is like, hey, can he catch up to those fastballs high in the zone for strikeouts? Mm-hmm. He's doing that more where he can't catch up to it. And that's been an issue. Um, so if that lingers and then if Otani leaves and, you know, he's just here as a star, it's going to be like 2016, 2017. But with a older Mike Trout, Things might not look good, and there's a lot of years still left on this contract. So mm-hmm. I guess you could hold him, hold him accountable then. But now you realize, okay, he's older. He's not going to be as great as he used to be, or he can just find that fountain of youth if this team can make it to the playoffs or have a good run. But he's got to be a part of that. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's one of those situations. I've talked to Todd and Fernando about this. We saw this with Albert Pujols, and I know I'm not saying Mike Trout has an injury, but when your lower half is not working as a prototypical power hitter, gap-to-gap guy, your timing is going to be 100% off, and I think that's what we're seeing with him missing the upper fastball and chasing the low and away pitches, because when you're going low and away and you're slapping the ball the opposite way, when Trout hits the ball the opposite way, like many players, that's where he's Mike Trout. You can spread out the field. When you're pulling the baseball, I know shifting is not happening anymore, but when you're pulling, you're just not the same hitter as you can be. So I think he's got to get the timing right on his lower half. That's going to really drive him to set up his upper body with that upper portion of the strikeout. So I'm not overly worried. He's a veteran. He's going to get this working out in some way, shape, or form. Call me a halo honk. I, you know, We're always going to love Mike Trout for what he brings to this organization. I think he figures it out. Is he going to be that 300 hitter the rest of his career? Who knows? I said this could be an MVP type season for him. He was going to be with Ken Griffey Jr. during the World Baseball Classic. He was going to take all of that and really culminate it into a big 2023. And it was, you know, it hasn't quite happened in that way. But hey, we still got tonight. The season starts tonight, and we got the second half. But maybe being at the All Star Game kind of rejuvenates and being around a lot of top guys in the league because it always does. He always has a great week or two after that All-Star break, if you look back at his stats, I think something about that just energizes him in that way. I, I'm just going to leave it like at a five. Yeah. You know, I mean... I'm, I'm kind of the same. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt still. He's still Mike Trout. He's still, you know, the best player who I'm going to see from the beginning to end of his career. Um, you know, once we're talking about next year, if this is still lingering, then we'll we'll cross that bridge. But as of right now, I'm going to continue to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to continue to cheer for him, and I'm going to continue to treat him like he's the franchise guy, because he is. 
Yeah. yeah. Now, before we wrap things up, uh-huh. I have something to post to you guys. Okay. We're at the tailgate. We're under the big A. It's a sunny Southern California day. The breeze is coming in. The tacos are ready. Good, give me, man. Give me one prediction for tonight's game. It doesn't matter what it is, just one prediction what you think is going to happen tonight. Todd, you're laughing. Fernando, you're like taking a deep breath. <laughs> Fernando has traveled long and far to make this prediction. Yeah, yeah. Fernando, the floor is yours. I think we're going to have a good fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys that. It was a long drive. Like I said, it, 21 hours. Oof. So I'm just ready to, you know, just have fun, guys. I mean, regardless, you know, as cliche as it sounds, I want to win the game, obviously. You know, I didn't drive all the way out here to see us lose. but uh, Like last time. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> last time when we went to the suite. But uh, I'm just super excited to, to, to be here. And I'm just going to take today for the victory. It's going to be no matter what. You know, we got a lot of people coming out here, a lot of people spending their Saturday to just enjoy a game with us. Um, I'm just ready to feel the energy and just have some fun, guys. So that's my only prediction for today. I'm hoping we win a game. I'm hoping Tyler Anderson gives a quality start. Yep. Um, but regardless, I, I, I'm just happy to be here. So we're going to have a good time. That's the prediction. Let's do it. Todd? I'll take that good time and I'll, I'll uh, raise you a, a halo honk right here. Give me a 7-1 to one victory tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm going God. Tyler Anderson is going to pitch his ass off tonight. And we're going to win 7-1 to one behind Shohei's six home runs. <laughs> well, you, well, you kind of took the words a little bit out of my mouth. A little bit. I was like, I'm going to be a little honky tonight because we're going to have fun and have a great time. <laughs> Not going to lie. Does Otani get six home runs? No, but that's a good segue. <laughs> we, we we do this a lot. I'm calling an Otani dinger tonight. All right. Otani I'm dinger. calling the Otani dinger tonight. And to double your pleasure and double your fun, how about this tonight will be the 30th time Trout and Otani hit a home run in the same game. Oh, I'm going to go Trout okay. and Otani both hit a dinger. Maybe not back-to-back, but at some point tonight, both those guys hit a dinger tonight. That's my prediction tonight. Okay, you know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Okay, okay. I think Mike Moustakis plays tonight. I think Mike Moustakis gets the monkey off his back as an angel and he gets his first home run as an angel. He already did Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you, you were driving through Texas when that okay. happened. There you go. All right, he gets the second. Or at Disneyland. Whatever, whatever yeah, combination. Yeah, Disneyland on Thursday. So yeah. There you go. So, yeah. So, okay. home, dingers, single, double, triple, dingers we'll, is the theme tonight. We'll take it. We'll take it. Hit, e- run, score. Hit, run, score. Either way, it's a win, like you said. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. So, for Halos in the infield, we appreciate everyone that's going to come out. And Chronicles. And Catella Chronicles. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just getting started right now. Uh, some people are finally showing up because it's 2 o'clock. We said 2 o'clock. We got some people actually early birds, so we're good with that. And uh, we should be getting rolling here really soon. Looking forward to all the events tonight. All right. Absolutely. Love it. Enjoy the tailgate. Enjoy Angels Baseball. And don't forget about the um, uh, the live stream broadcast that we have coming up next Friday, July the 7th. Todd and I will be at the Todd Fox Studios for Angels and Dodgers freeway action. And then Monday, July 17th, Angels versus Yankees, again, on YouTube, another live broadcast. Two rivalry games in the month of July. Should be good. See you guys. Love it.